0: glory all the honor all the praise only you are god we worship you forever our king our lord our provider you are everything to us hallelujah lord this morning first we want to thank you thank you because we are alive thank you because we are we feel healthy enough to be a church this morning hallelujah but god's grace we are in church did you know that we all could be in a hospital this morning? Yes, we could be there. But God, by His grace, by His provision, He provided for us to be in the church this morning. Hallelujah. Let's thank God that we are not in a hospital. We are not with a, a sickness or a disease somewhere. Or we're not uh, in, in any situation that would be keeping us from. Coming to the word of God and be ministered to. So this is a this is an honor. This is a wonderful day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let's choose to rejoice and be glad in it. Let's not take any breath for granted. Let's not take our health for granted. Let's always Thank God for his love, for his provision, for for allowing us to be in his home this morning. And let's pray that God would open our hearts, our ears to hear his word. And keep his word in our hearts so we will not sin against God. Amen. Hallelujah. It's an honor to be here teaching this wonderful Sunday school adult class. Uh, I don't take it for granted. It's it's an honor for me. I want to thank you all of you that came uh, to support this uh, Sunday school. Thank you very much. Uh, And uh, my goal today is that we can find in the Word of God what we need. What, and that God would speak to your heart, speak in your mind, speak in your life, and bring his blessings to your life. Hallelujah. I'm here just as uh, a tool that God can use to reach you. So all the glory, all the honor, all the praise be given to our, the only one true God, the one who sits on the throne. The title of the message is called, The Power of the Tongue. So, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So, the Bible is saying that death and life are in the power of the tongue. Turn to your partner now and say, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Proverbs eighteen twenty one, Amen. Hallelujah. So, you may have a seat now. Uh, before we can be successful in any battle, uh, we have to do a few things first. First, we need to find out what or who are, are our enemies. Oh, thank you. Uh, we need to find out who are our enemies. We need to find that out uh, before anything else. So today I'm going to be giving you uh, a Bible study on the power of the tongue. And the power that we have. And sometimes we don't even realize that we have this power. And a uh, 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 few months ago I thought that every Christian has three enemies. We have three enemies, one of them being Satan, the devil, is one of our enemies. The other enemy that we have is the world, and the third enemy is the flesh. So we have the, the devil, the world, and the flesh. Uh, we also talk about how to overcome the power of the devil. We have a victory when we stand in Jesus' name. And when the devil hears the name of Jesus, the Bible says that he flees. And the Bible says, resist the devil and he shall flee from you. So we have a power against the, against the devil through the name of Jesus. And uh, with Jesus, we are more than conquerors. Uh, to overcome the world, uh, the world, um, we can't cast out The world, like uh, the devil, we can cast it out in Jesus' name. But the world, we can't cast out the world. The Bible says that we 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 will achieve victory uh, um, uh, um, against the world if we separate ourselves. So the Bible talks about separation, talks about holiness and living holy and be separated. Uh, from this untoward generation so we have to be separated from the world so that's how we achieve victory we need to be separated don't go in the ways of the world and uh, separate ourselves and uh, and, uh, seek God and follow a life of holiness and dedication to God so that's how we can overcome the world and the third enemy is being the flesh, the enemy, uh, now the flesh, we can't cast out the flesh, like we can cast out the devil, Uh, we also, we can't separate it from the flesh, because your flesh, which is your body, uh, which includes your heart, your emotions, your mind, you can 't separate yourself from there because uh, wherever you go, you, you come, your full body is with you. You see, sometimes I thank God for the, for the day that Jesus will come, and He will give us the new body, the incorruptible body, that body that we will never sin, and we 're not going to be even tempted to sin. In that new body. But as long as we are in this body. Uh, we're going to have to carry on that body with us wherever we go. And uh, today we're going to be talking about how to overcome the flesh. And one of the ways to overcome the flesh is by sacrifice. And sometimes sacrificing is uh, it hurts. Sometimes sacrificing is um. It takes us out of our comfort zone because we are sacrificing the flesh. We are saying, no, you're not going to watch that movie. No, you're not going to hear that music. No, you're not going to partake in these type of conversations. Uh, no, you're going to watch what you see, what you say, what you hear, how you act. So this, is, this takes Sacrifice. And uh, it's something that we have to do. We need to battle against ourselves. Because you have the old nature in you. The old uh, 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 Geraldo Vieira could try to come in to take some, um, something back, but you have to push it away. You have to say, uh, you have to sacrifice yourself and make up your mind and say, I'm a new creature. In Jesus' name. I'm following Jesus now. I'm one of God's child now. And I'm going to walk in holiness. And uh, you have to push it away. And it takes, uh, it takes faith. It, it takes the Holy Ghost to strengthen you. Because without the Holy Ghost, we can't do it on ourselves. Just based on the flesh, we can't do it. We need the power of the Holy Ghost. And we can, uh, we can feed that new man. Uh, last time that I taught in here, I talked about feeding the new man. How do you feed uh, your soul? How you feed your mind? How you are putting your mind in the Lord, in His Word. How you are uh, pushing through, even though everything is pulling you back. And you like against the the you know the the against the the waves that are coming and pushing you, and that, that's how the flesh operates. It goes, you can't let it go. It's a constantly battle, and that's um, what what we are up to. So, um, and um, there are many people today uh, that may, uh, they make some confessions and saying. I just can't help myself. And as we look at the flesh, uh, our bodies, what controls our bodies is the brain. The brain is that controls the whole body. And this week, I had the revelation that is already in the Bible. I would say an illumination that, um, you know, that the brain controls the body. But what controls the brain? And according to the Bible, what controls the brain, the brain, is the tongue. Yes. Look. And, and, uh, and scientists now, they found out that, uh, that what controls the brain is the tongue. After Jesus said that over 2,000 years ago. Here it is. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And... Uh, Uh, God's purpose for our lives today is that we take authority over ourselves and over our tongue, our speech, and we go into a complete submission of the Holy Ghost. So, in Proverbs, chapter 25, verse 28, it says that a man, uh... Proverbs, chapter 25, verse 28. A man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. It's so important, brothers and sisters, that we control our tongue and exercise self-control of the tongue. It's so important that it says in here that God compared that with a city that has been without walls. And back then, all cities, they had walls to protect from the enemies. And, uh, and here it says, it's like a, holy, a, a whole city broken down and destroyed. A man that cannot control his tongue. And man in here is in general terms. It's for women and men. So if you can't control your tongue, it's like a city that is broken down and without walls. That's how important it is. And uh, the tongue the uh, it's, it's is what leads the whole body. Uh, during world War, world War I and during World War II, and all world wars is starred by somebody said something. Uh, just taking world War Two, World War I and World War II. It started by somebody said something. And then somebody heard that. And they start saying that too. Repeating what they heard. And uh, uh, all world wars start by first somebody said something. You, you, you go back in history. Uh, you know, before all their war took place in the world. It start up with somebody that said something. Uh, everything in our world starts with uh, somebody said something. All divorces happen. Because if you go back, how it really starts, you go back, 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 back. It started because somebody said something. Somebody heard, received in their hearts and act upon it. So everything starts with the words that we say. And uh, the tongue is in the front line. And the, and the front line is a term that is used in war. When you are in a war, you are in the front line. Like, for example, we say that uh, Christians that are in the front line are those that are uh, preaching the gospel around the world. They're going to Africa and other parts around the world. So we say that they are in the front line. Or all those that go to a war are those that are in the front line and they get uh, more in contact with the enemy's weapons. Uh, and they are in the heat of the battle. Uh, with the heavy uh, artillery, fire, explosion, and bombs. Those are the ones that are in the, in, the, in, the, in the front line. So, what is in the front line of our battle is the tongue. The, our tongue is the front line. And he says that, uh, I want us to take a close look at the words that we are speaking in our homes, on our jobs, at church, to see if it's line up with the word of God. Then we are going to discover how to gain control of our tongue and use them as a powerful force to release God's power and fulfill his will in our lives. Uh, in James chapter 1, verse 26, it says, If any man among you seem to be religious, and brightest not his tongue, but deceive his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Uh, and we must fill our words with a praise, rejoicing, worshipping, encouragement. Um, and uh, um, uh, uh, encouragement to others and he also says that uh, we need to be like that not just when we come to church i want to talk to you about uh, switching gears you know sometimes we come to church and we put that uh, speech in our mouth that is all related to the word of god Praise God, we come in the fire, we worship in Him, and uh, we, we bring our smile to church and that 's wonderful but uh, but sometimes many of us uh as soon as we walk out we go to our work, uh, we have like a, the switch gears, and uh, we just do a little switch and uh, and we come to work and uh and uh, we need to be aware of what we are talking about in our work. Uh, and uh, at home, uh, at the store, and wherever we go, um, we have to be very careful with that switching gears. We need to be always on the watch what the words are coming out of our mouths. Um, praise God. Isn't this a beautiful day? Amen. So in James chapter 3, verse 8 through 10 says, But the tongue can no man tame. It is unruly evil, full of deadly poison. And that's what the Bible says. But he says, but the tongue can no man tame. We can't control ourselves. Uh, uh, you probably think, wait, Mr. Veer, I, uh, Brother Veer, I'm the control. Uh, Yes, you have the control, but uh, according to the Bible, we need the power of God to help us. We need the Holy Ghost to help us, how to control our speech, how to control what we, we say, how to control ourselves. When God created mankind, God did not create us just to govern ourselves. God didn't create the world not even to have a a, a president and senators and all these people in Washington. When God created mankind, his original purpose was him and his people. You see, with Israel, God was the king of Israel. And the people say, oh, we want to have a king. The people chose that. But as we can see in the Bible, that's not the original plan of God. God wants to rule over his people directly. God wants to have this relationship with his people directly. Without any interruption. Without anybody between. God wants to relate to his creation. God wants to relate to his children. You don't have somebody between you and your parents. You can just come to daddy. You can just come to mommy. Hallelujah. And that's how God originally created us. We need. His advice, we need his leadership, we need his guidance amen so so can no man maintain so we can control ourselves, but through God we God can control ourselves. God can help us last week. We had a Sunday school class, and one of the kids said. Uh, we're talking to the kids, and out of the mouth of children comes perfect praise. And one of the children said, Well, uh, if one of the kids said, Well, nobody is perfect, but we can do our best. And I thought it was so godly in there. And I said, That's right. We are not perfect, but we do our best. But according to the word of God, God takes our best and He makes it perfect. Amen? (laughs) Put your hands together. Praise God. So, we we do our best. We put our effort. We put our heart on it. We try our best. But according to the Word of God, we are being perfected in Jesus Christ. Amen? And that's wonderful to know that if somebody tells you, oh, nobody's perfect, you say, yes, that we can be made perfect in Christ. In Christ, we can be made perfect according to the Bible. Uh, The second strategy that I would like to share with you this morning is to recognize how powerful our tongue really is and how vital your words are in determining whether or not you live in defeat or in victory. You are responsible for the words you speak. And once you said the word... You can't bring it back. It's the type of thing that uh, you can apologize. You can, uh, but uh, once it's gone, is has gone. It's like a waves that come. Jesus said, "But I say unto you that every idle word that man speak, they shall give an account thereof in the day of judgment." In Matthew chapter twelve, verse thirty-six and thirty-seven, and it goes on and said. For by thy words, thou shalt be justified. And by thy words, thou shalt be condemned. Look at that right there. Uh, By thy words, ye shall be justified. And by thy words, thou shalt be condemned. By the words. That's how important it is. Uh, Our speech. What are we talking about? In Proverbs chapter 28, verse 21, we read death. In life, are uh, in the power of the tongue. See, in Proverbs chapter eighteen, verse 20, twenty-one, uh, your words can affect greatly your actions, your entire body, and can determine the course of your life. Whatever you are talking about today is what's going to determine your future. Have you heard about the time machine? Uh, Well, there's a a movie that I watched many years ago that the guy had the time machine and he could go in the past and change the past. And uh, and today it's like uh, what we are doing today is going to affect our future. Whatever we do today is going to affect our future. Can you imagine if you could go back in the past and change your life? But you can change your future today, right now. You can start now. Today is the day. Today is your chance to change your future. And you can start by the way that you are speaking. Uh, And uh, according to finding by uh, leading neurosurgeons, the speech center in the brain has total dominion over all the other nerves in the body. For example... If a person keeps saying, I am too weak to do that. Let's say, for example, you say, I'm too weak to do that. I don't have the ability to do this job. I am afraid to try it. Right away, the nerves receive the message from the central nervous system saying that they are too weak or incapable. And their body begins to adjust itself to what he has heard. So, so, what controls the brain is the tongue. Now, you think that the eyes or the ears, right, or the touch, or all the, the other five senses, but the tongue is the one that God says controls the brain. And once controls the brain, controls the body. Once controls the body, it's gonna control how you act, it's gonna control how you you're gonna live in the future so i I have a show uh a powerpoint presentation here because i'm a very visual person i like to see things and i think they would help you tremendously the power of the tongue so the first slide i have there uh you're gonna see is uh, 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 he's gonna show you thank you brother for brother matthew is is is, uh, a praise god uh, praise God. Let's put our hands together for the work that Brother Matthew was doing back there. I really appreciate that. I didn't have anybody to show our PowerPoint presentation. Everybody busy going here, there. But Brother Matthew, he said, oh, no problem. I'll show your PowerPoint for you, Brother Vieira. Thank you. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, so, in he says that we must base our actions in the infallible Word of God. And he says the brain is arguably Arguably the most important organ in the human body. All right? So that's according to neurosurgeons. It controls and coordinates actions and reactions. Allows us to think and feel. And enables us to have memories and feelings. All the things that make us human. According to science. But in here they, they are not telling you that what controls the brain. So, uh, and we know that the tongue, uh, the, the tongue is the one. It has been scientifically proved that the brain, the, the area of the brain that are over speech, is what controls the brain. So, if you are into science, or if you are talking to somebody so much into science, because it's very common in today's world, and people only believe in science and they want to find the answers in science, here you have. What controls the brain is the area uh, that controls the speech. Um, And then shows, next slide. Uh, And he says the brain stem at the bottom, uh, the brain stem at the bottom of the brain connects the cerebrum with the spinal cord, it includes the midbrain and the pons and the medulla. Medulla, I think that's how you pronounce it. It controls fundamental body functions such as breathing, eye movements, blood pressure. Look at that, blood pressure. If you have blood pressure problems, here it is. What controls your blood pressure? is attached to your brain. And what controls your brain? Your tongue. If you keep saying, I have blood pressure problems. You see, you are speaking that to your life. So you need to, we're going to get there. Okay, I don't want to get ahead of myself right now. But you need to start speaking life to your own body out of faith. Amen? Heartbeat and swallowing. Heartbeat. It controls your heart, which is controlled by your brain. And what controls your brain is the tongue. Let's take another uh, look in the, another slide. All right, here it is. I took this, uh, I, uh, p- uh, I put this picture there because it shows how the tongue is ahead. And there's two uh, connection from the tongue to the brain. So you can see clearly how the, the tongue is leading the brain. And not the other way around. It's the tongue that leads the brain. And for me, there was like a, a revelation. Amen? And, uh, and, and that's wonderful. When God is speaking his word uh, 2,000 years ago, and now scientists are finding out that the tongue is what leads the brain. Yes. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Proverbs eighteen 21. Let's take another slide. The horse, behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth that they might obey us and we turn about their whole body. I thought I'd put this picture there because I, I, I don't know you, but I, I, I was like the first time I saw the, that word, I was like, what is that word? Uh, I, I couldn't find the word in Portuguese for it, but that's what the brittle does. Look, it, it attaches to the mouth of the horse. And uh, we must, uh, it's comparing in here. So, w- with the Lord, we have the uh, brittle bits in the horse mouths. It's the Holy Ghost bits in our mouths. So, God can lead us. Isn't that wonderful? We are, we are not wild out there, wild. But we are, we, uh, you know, under God's um, authority. Under God's guidance you see You know, because if you would would have a horse like that, a wild horse out there would be eaten, get sick, and and die in the wild. But if you have a a horse in your farm, you take care of the horse. You feed the horse. You take care of it with the medicine. You you take care of the horse. So I would like to be like one of God's horse, (laughs) you see, controlled by God, you know, and want a hand to put that bit in my mouth. And then that, that, that's just a little comparison to, to give you some image to, to relate to it. Now, the neurosurgeon's finding confirmed what James wrote 2,000 years ago. If a man can control his tongue, he can control his own body. To reinforce this truth, uh, let's consider another great illustration here um, that he talks about the, the ships that they are great and are driven by rough winds. Uh, they are steered by a very small rudder. Whatever the impulses of the, the, the pilot or the, the ship driver determines. Let's take a look at uh, uh, the next slide. I'd like to share with you because uh, I was like, what is that? Uh, rude. Uh, also, the ship. Also, the ships which they'll be... They be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet yeah. are ah, they turned about with a very small helm. whichsoever the governor listens. And I put in there the New King James Version. Look also at the ships, although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder. Whatever the pilot desires. So when I first saw that, I thought, what is a rudder? And the rudder is a very small uh, tool uh, that is under the ship. You can hardly, you, you don't see that because it's hidden under the, the water. And it's a very small. And that little piece right there, looks like a fan, is what controls where the ship goes. Yes. And guess what? The rudder is equivalent to our tongue. You see? So the little piece in there is what controls the whole ship. The little rudder. If something gets stuck in the rudder, the huge ship is going to get off track. And it, it can be common. You, you, you probably have heard that something gets stuck in the rudder. And the ship goes into another direction. And then they have to go back there and fix their rudder. So we'd be able to, uh, the pilot would be able to control. So we want a Jesus to be our pilot. Amen? If we are the ship, we want a Jesus to be the pilot. And we want a Jesus to control their rudder. We don't want anything getting stuck in our tongues. We don't want anything getting stuck on us. Anything from the world. Amen? So, if you continually uh, speak, if you continually speak words of fear down in discouragement, you are setting the course of your life in discouragement and defeat. But if you submit to the Lord, you get the Holy Ghost on you. You get the Word of God on you. You will start speaking faith-filled words. And the powerful Word of God... We will start to change in your life. Start changing your future. And everything is going to line up in victory. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Our next battle is to reevaluate what words are coming out of our mouth. The Apostle Paul, in writing the Ephesians church, he said... A good standard concerning the speech that Christians should follow. Let's take a look in Ephesians chapter 29, verse uh, chapter four, verse 29 uh, through 32. All right, uh, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying that in might minister grace unto the hearers. And he goes on saying, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another. Even if they don't ask for forgiveness, we are told to forgive people. If if they don't know, when Jesus went to the cross, he was dying at the cross. They were crucifying him there. And he turned and said, God, forgive them. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they are doing. So so that's how deep it is, the forgiveness, which is another teaching. uh, But I just want to throw that uh, there. Uh, even as God for Christ's sake had forgiven you. So forgive. Don't keep a holding hate, grudge in your heart. Just forgive. Vengeance belongs to the Lord. So let God take your cause. Don't be so picky and uh, looking at how people are treating you, how they're not being fair to you, and... Uh, uh, give to the Lord because God sees what you are going through, bring to God in prayer, pray amen, and this week I learned uh, brothers and sisters when you pray you cry, and when you cry let God know that you are crying, you cry while you are praying But you don't have to cry in front of people to everybody to see and make the big scene right there. And everybody come with the pity party. Uh, You don't need that. You do your cry in your closet and let God know. And the Bible says that when we do in secret, he will reward us in public. (laughs) Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. God is awesome. Uh, Our speech should be gracious, seasoned with salt, pleasant. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 24. Fill with praise and thanksgiving. Every morning, uh, brothers and sisters, turn to God and say, thank God for this day. Thank God that I was able to wake up in my bed. Thank God that I'm healthy enough to come to work. Amen? And when you say, good morning... When you say that to people, you like a prophesying, I, w- "I wish you a good morning. I prophesy a good morning to you uh, and, and, and make that unto the Lord." And uh, um, so, so, um, so we're going to be thinking about what words are coming out of our mouth. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. With the tongue, we have the ability. To create a good or bad atmosphere. I don't know if you have noticed. that. Sometimes, some people. When they just show up in the environment. It changes the whole environment. You see? It, it, it makes it uh, uh, enlighten the environment. Because it's, it's, uh, it's all in connection with the word of God. I want to be one of these people. That comes into the room. And it's like. A, oh everything is okay. <laughs> would you like to be like that? You see, you know, you want to be one of these people. When you come in, people have the confidence in you. They have that trust on you. They have that, uh, that that you can, like, uh, it it gets contagious in the environment. Amen. Uh, But everything goes well, uh, when all is well. But we need to prepare ourselves when the pressures come. When when the bumps crum, come and the problems start coming, so uh, during this time, that there are trials, that we need more than ever that we need be connected to God and uh, connected with the Holy Spirit, connected to the Word of God, for God to give us the strength to overcome during doing do, the, the the tribulations the the. the the hardships that we go through. And, uh, and uh, we all make mistakes. We all have said something that we know we shouldn't. We are, and the Bible says that if you said something that you know you shouldn't, just put your hands in your mouth. You see, we, we all are guilty of that. But we all make mistakes. But I always tell my children, if you mess up, fix it up. It's something that uh, uh, I teach the younger children. And they, they, uh, as an art teacher, they do a little drawing. And many kids come say, oh, I messed up. And then I say, if you messed up, fix it up. So I'm going to say, if, if you messed up, you're going to say, fix it up. If you messed up, fix it up. if you mess up, fix it up. if you mess up, fix it up, that's right. If you mess up, fix it up. Amen. And we all make mistakes but we need to look at our mistakes. Look at your mistakes and learn from them. Uh, every mistake is an opportunity to grow. And uh, bring that into prayer. Bring to God. Get God's forgiveness. And learn from your mistakes. Amen. And, uh, and we can see, uh, uh, just before I finish it up, uh, God is used the Power of the words to create the universe and uh, you can see in Hebrews chapter 11 verse three through faith we understand that the word were frame by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. all right so all the things that we see they were made from things that we don't see. Like, uh, you look at your car, right? But you don't see the machines that made your car. You just see your car already made. Uh, you go to the restaurant, you get your plate, you only see the food. You don't see the cook, you don't see all the, the preparation that were made for that. So it's the same with the world. Everything was made by the Word of God. Which we can't see. Uh, I hope there was a good comparison for you to understand there. God spoke, light appeared. God spoke, the water separated. God spoke, the land, the sun, the moon, and the stars all appear, And he is holding this universe together. By the word of God. And many scientists are there wondering what is holding the universe together. Because according to their theses and their uh, studies, you should not even have a universe. And they are wondering what is holding the universe together. And we have the answer right here in the word of God. The word of God. It's what holds everything together. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah! Praise God! Thank you, Jesus! Praise God! All right, so let's stand, if you will. Hallelujah! But before we finish, uh, I would like for you to take dominion and authority over your, over yourself, and bring your tongue. Into the submission of the Holy Spirit. When God placed man on earth. He gave the power to to, to rule the world. Over his own spirit. He gave man the power to think for himself. And to act according to his will. The man lost the power. But now we can have the power back. In the name of Jesus. We can control our tongues. And God is going to give us the grace and gives us the strength to align what we are saying to the Word of God. So we're going to surrender our tongue to God daily. It's not just a prayer here and we are done. This is a daily thing. I want you to think about daily. Surrender your tongue. Let God use your tongue for His glory. And and, uh, and let's say a prayer. Dear Lord, we want to thank you for this teaching today, Lord. Uh, Lord, our hope is that everyone learn from this uh, Bible study about the tongue. Lord, help our brothers and sisters, oh Lord, never forget Jesus. There, the tongue is what controls the brain. And the brain controls the body. And what we do with our bodies is going to affect our future. Help us to bring our tongues into submission of the Holy Ghost. Help us to bring our tongues into the submission of the Word of God. Let all words that come out of our mouths And the meditations of our hearts bring glory and honors and praises and worship to you, our King, our Lord, our Provider. Lord, we give to you our finances. We're going to speak blessings to our finances. We're going to speak blessings to to our health, to our body. We are going to speak healthy strength. To our body, Lord, we're gonna speak up blessings upon our children. We're gonna bless our children, Lord, and we have a wonderful children. They are gonna, they are godly children. They are obedient children. They love God. Our children love God, and we're gonna prophesy salvation upon our unsaved relatives. We're gonna bless them. We're gonna be praying for their salvation, and it's. Speak repentance upon their lives and salvation and deliverance of sin. Hallelujah. We're gonna speak blessings in our homes. We're gonna we're gonna speak peace. To our homes. And we're going to have peaceful homes. Hallelujah. Praise your holy name. We love you Lord. Help us. Give us that strength. Give us the wisdom. Lord and help us. And guide us oh Lord. And protect us. And help us to be more like you. And help us to reflect the light of Jesus. In everything we say. Let it be in Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Praise God.